Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> confirmed cases have now been reported to WHO this year from more than 70 countries and territories. So far, five deaths have been reported, all in Africa. Most cases continue to be reported from Europe, primarily among men who have sex with men. Although we are seeing a declining trend in some countries, others are still seeing an increase and six countries reported their first cases last week. Some of these countries have much less access to diagnostics and vaccines, making the outbreak harder to track and harder to stop. WHO is validating, procuring, and shipping tests to multiple countries and will continue to provide support for expanded access to effective diagnostics. One of the most powerful tools we have against monkeypox is information. The more information people at risk of monkeypox have, the more they are able to protect themselves. That's why WHO is continuing to work with patients and community advocates to develop and deliver information tailored to the affected communities and more likely to be accepted and implemented. WHO will continue to do everything we can to support countries to stop transmission and save lives. For all of these reasons, I have decided that the global monkeypox outbreak represents a public health emergency of international concern. Welcome back. It's Monday. <laughs> Here we go again. Well, most people at this current time are not real worried about COVID. You hear a lot of people from the left complaining about that, trying to figure out how to get people back um, and I guess rope them back into the fear so that they go back into their, uh, their little basements and start wearing, you know, 25 masks and putting bubbles on their head and stuff. They're just not happy that Americans have moved on, that it's been over two years. Everybody's sick and tired of it. They're burnt out. And uh, no one's really feeding in to these fear tactics that they're trying to use anymore. So naturally, what would be the next step? Well, let's create another situation. Well, right now, we've been talking about monkeypox lightly. Remember, my YouTube video got banned for it. Um, <laughs> uh, but now they're declaring it a health emergency with only 14,000 cases in the world when you have 7 billion people in the world, 14,000. Not to mention that if you actually follow the supposed science... Um, unless you are uh, participa participating in homosexual activities, you probably don't have a whole lot to worry about because it looks like it's uh, mainly transmitted with men with men, like he said. So if you are not partaking in those type of acts, you're probably going to be okay because that seems to be the uh, easiest way to transmit it to another human. The left will stop at nothing to retain the power that they believe that they have. Um, when this broke and during the weekend, 
most people's reactions were, yeah, no thanks, laughing at it, um, basically saying everything that I'm saying just in different ways because everybody knows the same thing that I know, the same thing that you know. This is all just a bunch of crap, and they're only doing it to try to see what can stick. Uh, I was having a conversation the other day with my wife, and I told her, you know, because we're probably going to be relocating here in the near future. And, uh, you know, the area that we're going into, she's like, how did they do during the lockdown and, and whatnot? We want to check it all out, which is understandable. Uh, and, but I told her, I said, we'll check it out. But I said, the chances of them being able to do this again to people in the United States are probably almost zero. I said, you wonder why it was 100 years between the uh, Spanish flu and COVID? Because it took that long for anybody that was around that could even remember or have any remnants of that. And, I mean, you'd have to be pretty old to remember that. You'd have to be over 100 years old um, for you to attempt this again. I said, you look at this younger generation that do not want to wear masks. They do, do not want to comply. They're sick and tired of this crap. And we're talking about 14, 15, 16-year-old kids up to 20 that are just, they're done with it. You're not going to be able to pull the wool over their eyes again. I think it did um, really open people's eyes to what's going on. So you shouldn't be able to pull this off a second time. So I told her it is important to know who's there just so we know who's running the area that we're going to be in. But I don't think that it's necessary to uh, worry that something like this is going to come up again. Even with this whole new monkeypox thing, you know, it's a joke, really. I mean, give me, give me a break. No, uh, fourteen thousand five deaths. That's it. I hope they don't think that that's going to move a lot of people because so many of us were hearing a lot, much larger numbers as far as deaths go with COVID, and we were still skeptical of it. So if you think that we're going to even blink an eye at five people passing away, and you don't know the conditions, we do know that it was in Africa. Uh, in Africa, I've never been there. I don't know. I don't study the, uh, the medical care that is in Africa, but from what I have seen um, and from what I know from church, where we're constantly uh, putting money towards sending these medical containers, their, ship, their shipment containers where people could see, receive medical attention, chances are they probably don't have the best uh, doctors and nurses there that can Take care of somebody if you get into a bad situation, especially if you're sick. It's not like it's the United States where you should have. I'm not saying we do because anymore you, you can barely get anything these days. But should have the best of the best there to treat you for whatever you have. So the fact is five people dead in a country that doesn't have great medical care um, and only 14,000 in the entire globe of over 7 billion people. Yeah, you're not moving me much. <laughs> you can keep your monkey pox. Not to mention, it looks like pretty good chance you got to be homosexual to have any issues, to, to really have a shot at having an issue here. So if you're not that as well, your chances are getting lower and lower by the day. I'd like to say they were zero, but God forbid if I say that, I might be taken off of everything. Anyways. Yeah, that's the new latest and greatest scare that's coming. So just know that since they declared that, that it's a health emergency, to keep an eye on it to see where they want to try to push it from here. I think if they're paying attention at all to the response they got they got to that, um, we should be okay. Because they're going to pretty much see uh, just as much as people are like, yeah, 
COVID, shove it. We don't want to hear about it no more. I think they're going to see they're getting the same exact response or maybe even worse from monkeypox. So if, they, if the left is paying attention or these oligarchs are paying attention, they'll uh, figure it out. January 6th, there has been a lot of nonsense going on around January 6th, okay? We've had uh, all the show trials that are there for, I guess, to try to rally the troops for the left. Uh, Mainly, my position on it is they're there because they're trying to do the best that they can to get Trump on something so that he's not able to run again because, again, 2024 – Trust the front runner for the Republican Party. So in their mind, they have to face him no matter what. They don't have anybody, and they know this, that they could run against Trump that will beat him in an election. They have no one. Not even Sleepy Creepy. Sleepy Creepy is done. Yeah, he's, he's doing four. He's four and out. He ain't going to go another round because nobody wants him there. And he's done such a bad job. Uh, on our end, probably a great job on their end, but a bad job on our end and anybody that's feeling the pain from it, the chances of him getting reelected are pr- pretty much slim to none. So since they have nobody to run against them, you know, they're going to do the best that they can to try to somehow, some way, take Trump out of the running. I don't think they'll be able to do it. But that's not where I'm going with this. January 6th, you still have not only people that are locked up awaiting trial, But you have people now who are starting to serve time for stupid offenses like trespassing. Uh, There was a uh, late 60s, I think she might have been 70-year-old grandmother that has to go do time. Her daughter was dropping her off at prison. I saw the video of that. It's kind of heartbreaking because she's scared going in there and just trying to keep her faith in the Lord. But she's going in there to serve her time for trespassing. Didn't hurt anybody. Didn't attack anybody. Just simply walked into the Capitol. Well... Mark Angus, 47-year-old, um, from South Williamsport, was sentenced on September 27th by a federal judge, uh, Reggie Walton. He had pled guilty uh, last month to a single charge of demonstrating or parading in a restricted building, and they were going to give him six months in prison for it. Well, as of Wednesday, he was reported dead. Uh, They don't say what happened, but he obviously took his own life because he was either that scared to go to prison or maybe the pressure that the left is putting on him and making him out to be a villain and some type of boogeyman just because you hear the charges he uh, for demonstrating or parading in a restricted building. That's what he's doing time for. Never. He was clean besides that. Doesn't have a record. That's something that any of us in the real world, in the normal world, even I can feel confident in saying you probably get a fine, some community service hours potentially, maybe, and I mean maybe, a very short stint of probation. But more than likely for your first offense, you're going to get a little slap on the wrist, do some community hours, pay a little fine for it, and call it a day. Well, unfortunately, this poor soul decided to take his life, maybe seeing no way out of this. And he leaves behind uh, his daughter that he, people say, was truly his world. I mean, disturbing what they're doing to these people. They're not only trying to make an example of Trump and trying to get Trump on something, but, I mean, they are, they are abusing these people that simply created the mistake of trespassing into the Capitol building. Again, 
None of these people were violent. They were just simply trespassing, maybe the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and this is the end result is what they're doing to them. Earlier this year, uh, another Pennsylvania man arrested for, in connection with January 6th riot, Matthew Perna, he committed suicide. Uh, he had also gone there. He was going to do a year in prison, and he hung himself in his garage. I mean, enough's not enough for these people. Compassion, there is no compassion. Aren't people entitled to make a mistake? Aren't you allowed to, uh, to make a mistake in life where it shouldn't beat you down a year and a half uh, later to the point where you feel there is no other option but to take your own life? You know, there needs to be an investigation into the way these um, people have been treated. That you've arrested all of these protesters, you've locked them up, you've delayed trials, you made sure they were very uncomfortable, uh, there was reports of abuse from guards. I mean, you need to really look into that situation. There needs to be a full-on investigation, a full panel for it, to see how these people were mistreated, because I guarantee you, you're going to find things that will blow Americans' minds, that they were treating people like that here on our soil, stories that you should only hear in other countries, that you could imagine things like that happening, like a Russia or a China, but certainly not here in the United States. They need to do something with that instead of wasting their time uh, going after Trump for a bunch of nonsense. They need to put together a task force to actually catch some damn criminals. It's just the only reason they don't do it is because the criminals are the people that are actually locking them up. It's all, it's all very sad, really. Uh, we'll see what happens. January 6th trials are over for now. Season 2 may come out later on. <laughs> Depends on. They say that they're done. They've got all the evidence in but said, well, potentially we, we may have some more in the fall. So it's like, okay, so season two is coming out just to continue. We'll see how long it takes for this to end. All right, switching topics here. GOP lawmakers urge expedited weapons delivery for Taiwan to deter Beijing um, and avert another Ukraine-style situation. You know, okay, I know it's very important. Taiwan does not fall to China. Please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. But I got to tell you, the amount of money that we are spending on Ukraine, the amount of weaponry that is being given to countries all over the world, I mean, it really does feel as if Joe Biden is handing us over on a silver platter if a war happens to pop off. I mean, they're stunting the production of bullets. They're shipping over... Equipment that is equal to or, or to what we have here. So if we got F-16s here, they got F-16s there. So it's like we're going to be fighting ourselves. except the difference is, if you haven't noticed, that recently our military is not what it used to be. This isn't the military in the 1940s. This isn't the military in the early 1900s. Hell, this isn't even the military back in Vietnam. Uh Right now, the military is bowing to the wokeness. So you tend to wonder about the soldiers that are in there. You, you almost got to say at some point here, you have to have some concerns that we, would, we could potentially fall to another country because we'll be easily taken over because our military is getting to a point where they're all a bunch of cream puffs. And it's unfortunate, but it's been trending in that direction. Um, so I don't think it's a great idea that we continually send 
military weapons and money all over the globe to help assist other people's countries with problems. You know, you may hear that and say, well, Joe, that's pretty insensitive. And yeah, yeah, well, you got to help other people out. What kind of person are you? Well, I'm the kind of person that loves this country first and foremost. And I think if we fortify ourselves and we're the strongest nation that we can be, it's a whole lot easier to help other countries out. But if we're just giving ourselves away where we're all broken down and dysfunctional, then we can't help anybody out. As a matter of fact, we're going to need somebody to help us out. And right now, in case you haven't noticed, we're not real popular in the world. So I doubt we have a lot of aid coming to us in case something does happen to happen. That being said, amid the rising threat of a Chinese invasion of Taiwan, House Republicans are urging prompt resumption of stalled U.S. weapons deliveries to Taiwan, lest the self-governing island de democracy becomes another Ukraine. As Russia invades Ukraine, China eyes Taiwan, California Representative Young Kim said Wednesday at a roundtable discussions between members of the House China Task Force and the Taiwanese rep representative to the United States. He said we need to send a strong message that our allies need to trust us, uh, explaining that means delivering defensive weapons to Taiwan before they are a necessity, not after. Any delays only help Chinese President Jinping. Uh, in recent months, Beijing has reportedly signaled that, it, signaled that it is building up its naval presence as a warning to Taiwan and challenge to the U.S. naval supremacy in the Pacific. China also made a statement that if anyone dares to split Taiwan from China, the Chinese army, army will definitely not hesitate to start a war no matter the cost. Again, here's the issue. By the way, the uh, amount of dollar or the dollar figure for the amount of weapons that we would be sending over to them is $17 billion. All right. So as I said, you see, China, China wants to be the world superpower and they're not afraid uh, of anybody right now, especially not the United States. Uh, when you see that weak, frail uh, nitwit in the White House that doesn't even know what day it is, and the way that we have been bowing down and cowering to China since uh, the Democrats have taken office, China ha is emboldened to take Taiwan knowing that we will do li limited, it's going to be limited what we'll do to protect them. Ultimately, beyond sending them weapons and support in that manner, uh, what is the United States really going to do? Are they going to actually get in there and we're going to participate and start a what would end up being World War III? Not likely. What they'll do is they're going to give more weapons to Taiwan. And you know uh, Jinping and the Chinese boys are rubbing their hands together, tapping their toes and licking at their chops. Why? Because everything that's going to get delivered to Taiwan is ultimately going to be in whose hands? Oh, yes, right. China. China will get that. They'll gain access to our technology. They'll gain access to our weaponry. And we will only further beef up their military. That is the direction that it's going in. China's not scared of us. Nobody in the world is scared of us. We are a laughing stock right now because of that sleepy fool in the White House and the piss-poor decisions that they've been making because they're trying to be globalists and they want to work with everybody so that you have a class of elites that run the world and then you have the rest of us poor bastards here on the bottom. This, I mean, Taiwan is very important um, just because, you know, 
secondary to the fact that um, they're going to get our weaponry and whatnot, you know, is the chip issue. And we've gone over that quite a few times over the past six months. Uh, if they get a hold of that and they're, they're, China's the only place that you can get chips from, they could pretty much hold the entire world hostage. That You're going to have to play nice with them. You're going to have to lose tariffs. They're going to get top dollar for everything. You're going to have to play nice with them to get what you need to be able to function because these chips aren't just chips for cars. They're chips for all types of electronic devices that, need, that are needed around your house and everything because they've been integrated into the way we live. And if you can't get a hold of them, it's going to become a problem because then we're going to have to shift from what we know and create our own technology. And that's going to be years in a making at best. So that's probably not a reality. Uh, chances are what they will end up doing is whatever China tells them to do. Again, getting rid of tariffs, paying premium dollar, maybe giving away more of America because I, I forget what article I read, but there, China is getting buying up so much land around the United States. It's scary that we would even sell our land to China. It's almost as if they're getting ready for an invasion. But, you know, there's Obviously, I don't have any. That's just my opinion. I don't have any proof on any of that. No, I haven't seen anything that says that they were going to do that. So don't misquote me and act like I'm saying something I'm not. It's just curious that they're buying the amount of land that they're buying here. And why? Why do you want to own so much of the United States? And why the hell are we letting them buy our land? <laughs> this is our land. If you don't live in America, if your company's not in America, if your interest here is not in America, you should not be able, uh, be allowed to own land here in America. If you, you know, split your time and you live here and you live there, but you're back and forth, that's fine. But I'm talking about countries buying portions of other countries. You know, that's a slow takeover of your land. What are you going to get to a point where China owns 30% of a particular state in an area that they decide no one can build on and no one can move into because that's their land? Yeah, I mean... That, that's a slippery slope. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. There's something much bigger afoot there. And uh, it'd be nice to run into a few journalists that cover things like this that I could start working with on the side and build up a team that we could look this type of stuff up because I am not a journalist. I'm a 9 to 5 or actually 6.30 to 5 dad that works and then does this on the side. But it would be nice to uh, get to that point. However, getting way off subject here. China helping out Taiwan, or China going after Taiwan is almost a guarantee. Us continually aiding them as we have continually aided Ukraine, and we have thrown billions upon billions of dollars in just cash, as well as military equipment, all that crap can't continue. At some point, it has to stop. And all you people that got your little Ukraine flags and all that crap, that's great you support those people because you don't want to see their country taken over. Wonderful. You ain't never going to see that flag on me because the only flag that I'm going to support is the one that I stand and salute, which is my flag, the American flag. Beyond that, I'm not supporting any flag, and I'm Italian, and I love Italy. I, you know, great country, great culture, never been there, but again, this is my home. I'm an American first. I'm of Italian uh, descent. I love my culture and everything, and that's a beautiful thing, but uh, at the end of the day, if I'm picking sides... I'm not even going nowhere near Italy's side. I'm here flying under the red, white, and blue all day, every day. And that's what I think Americans need. We need to rally around that, that 
we need to take care of here first. We need to stop helping everybody out, supposedly. We need to stop supporting everybody else, sending all of our resources to everybody else. And why don't we take care of people here first? Take care of us first. Build us up first so that we are the strongest nation that we can be. And then after that, you can do what you need to do to help other people out because we're not going to need any help in the future. My God, it's Monday. I did not do a video for this, and I'm going to be completely transparent. The reason I didn't do a video for this is I started off with monkeypox. Last time I put it on there, they pulled me down and told me one more time, and they're canceling my account. Not that I care. It's not like I have a whole lot of people watching on YouTube. Uh, but they're going to pull it down, in which case I would only be on Rumble. So I just decided why go through the process to only upload it to one I'll just get on that tomorrow. So if you're wondering why you don't see a video for this one, that's exactly why. It's because it seemed a bit pointless that they're going to probably flag me for it once again and suspend my account. Beyond that, it is Monday. I hope you're having a beautiful start to your week. I know I am. It's definitely hot. My God, it's so hot outside. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and view me, especially on Apple. It's always a great help. I appreciate the people that have done that recently. I've noticed that quite a few of you have, especially the toasty coconut. <laughs> uh, and uh, world best. Oh yeah, if you like to follow me, True Social at the Real Little Joe. Any videos that I do, uh, YouTube Little Joe CC, Rumble Little Joe's Conservative Corner. And if you'd like to reach out to me, please go to littlejoecc.com. I'm also gonna have a special guest tomorrow. As long as nothing weird happens in between, you'll like it. Person that worked heavily with the Republican Party and is now an author. So don't miss tomorrow's episode. We'll do it again tomorrow.